Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. The smoothest show on internet radio. Your host, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. <laughs> Mike, you called in just in time. We were just talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how's everything going today? Ah, everything is going fine. Jay and I were just Ooh. talking about the Cowboys and how they're Uh-oh. winning. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, for once. Yeah, yeah. for once. Yeah. <laughs> See what I said, yeah. Jay? Yeah, I know. It's not a real good subject to talk about right now. I'm still kind of hurting right now <laughs> this whole season, so... <laughs> So I, I would like I would like to go ahead and get on with this interview right now, the game. <laughs> hey, y'all winning, man? I think it's wrapped up. I think the Cowboys about to win. Oh my gosh, oh, that's man. too funny. That is too funny. Welcome to the chat room, Joe from Germany. Hey, Joe. We also have a guest in the chat room. If you would like to join us, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com. Click on Jay White's picture. That will bring you into the show page. Below that is the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485. 646-716-5485. I'm really trying hard not to laugh um, at Mike's comment. Uh, we welcome back saxophonist Jay White. He has a new um, CD called Grits and Glamour, the soundtrack. Welcome back, Jay. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me back. It's a pleasure. Um, honor. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so now I'm on this thing about the last time we talked to artists. I've been for the last mm-hmm. couple of shows. So the last time we talked to you was in 2011. Wow. Isn't that long? Yeah. Yes, Great. 2011. Yeah, so the new jazz swagger. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And um, speaking of that, and this new um, CD, Grits and Glamour, I want to start with your CD covers, because I okay. really like what you do with these covers. Wow, thank you. I appreciate cool. that. Now, um, I read uh, part of your um, bio where it says that uh, you, your own style and presentation borrows from the pastel and rosewood movement, the contemporary urban scene, and youthful expressions from around the globe. Now, I didn't know what pastel and rosewood movement uh, meant, so I looked it up, but I'm going to let you explain it. Uh, you know what? You put me on the spot with that one. Actually, I have uh, somebody that helps me out with my biography and puts things together. But um, what okay. I would what I would explain that by is definitely just kind of like a nostalgic um, type of uh, pan homage to the nostalgia, nostalgia of jazz, and um, you know, kind of the more original and the classic form of jazz and what it what it meant. And some of the artists like you know, like Coltrane, um, of course, Sonny Stedman and Parker and all these guys and. This basically the, the movement that was behind um, jazz culture in itself is what you know is what you know I've tried to embody it. I've studied those guys and you know I took a lot of I take a lot of pleasure in you know in in, in learning from those people from that era. So I, I think it's just kind of like uh, coupled with that with the modern times. Okay, so now when I googled it, um, fashion reference came up. And really? I can see that in like your cover on the on the new jazz swagger and new jazz swagger reloaded, and even on this new one, um, your fashion sense. Right. 
Well, I mean, and I mean, I, on the first cover of the New Jazz Swagger, you saw the suit. You know, it had the red handkerchief kind of pops out, and some of the um, elements in the background kind of made it stand out. And then for the current mm-hmm. album, Grit and Glamour, um, you see you see the same thing. You kind of see the background of more of the city life, but I'm not really wearing a suit, but it's still kind of like a more of a sleeker type of fashion um, behind it. And I mean, obviously the the new the new cover doesn't really fit as much with the kind of the uh, pastel movement, but obviously the suits and um, some of the some of those type of looks fit well. So I, I think it all kind of goes hand in hand. Okay. Now, I want to read something um, that I found when I Googled uh, Pastel and Rosewood Movement. A reference came up to Kanye West, and he explains it this way. He says, Kanye West's Rosewood Movement goes beyond looking fresh in tailored suits, hard bottoms, and shades. Hip-hop stylish star, the hip-hop's Stylish Star explains the new attitude he's adopted to match his swag. If you want to be down with Rosewood, you better have class and manners. That's the Rosewood mentality, like affluence, like not cursing loud in public, pulling out chairs for your lady, opening up doors. Um, Other requirements include calling your grandmother and taking care of your kids. That's how he explains the Rosewood movement. And the fashion part of it is what I'm seeing in your covers, your CD covers. Wow, Kanye said that? Yeah, uh, I'm surprised to see it. to hear that. I mean, <laughs> you said not being loud, not being rude, and uh, mm-hmm. some other stuff you said. Uh, that's that's a very good description. I'm not sure if I've really seen a lot of that from him, but uh, I guess that it sounds great. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't um, relate, you know, a lot of that to you. Only the the fashion sense part of it. Um, is what he's when he says uh, looking fresh in tailored suits, hard bottoms, and shades, and that's what I'm seeing on your covers. You're looking really nice. You know, you have a great fashion sense on these covers, and that's why I'm relating it. that to that. Because um, I like your photo shoots. You know, you you look really good with the shades, and you just have this like uh, edginess to you um, in these photo I appreciate shoots. It. So that's why how I, I am relating it. the Rosewood movement. Yeah. You. Well, yeah, I, I, I would I would agree with you in that sense. Um, I, you know, I definitely don't proclaim to be, you know, like yeah, a big uh, fashion guy, and I try to do my best. And I, I will say it's just more of a that's a natural thing, you know. Like I, I kind of dress like that just in general, you know. I mean, it's just kind of that's that's the real Jay White you're getting from, the, what you see on the on the on the covers. So I, I would okay. say that. Okay. Okay. Cool. Neil, 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 I gotta ask you, um, do you feel that you know? Because we're, we're trying to really revitalize the jazz genre and grow a younger audience. Do you think that the appeal that will appeal to a younger audience to kind of you know have have them re- be able to look at somebody that they can relate to? Mm-hmm. I def- most definitely, man. I mean, it's just a, to me, it's just a no-brainer. It's, I mean, I do when I do shows, <laughs> whether they're smaller or bigger. And I've done I've done several shows and venues where you know it's not even really a jazz venue. They may do kind of neo soul or they may do R and B. And as you know, a lot of times they'll incorporate um, a jazz artist. Uh, I guess you want to call it contemporary jazz artist every now and then. They'll incorporate us in that. And so when I've done those venues with you know the way I dress and, and, and you know the way they may see me <clears throat> as far as act or whatever and just kind of the whole vibe with it, I always just tend to draw in people that really don't even listen to jazz. I have guys come to me all the time, and, and I specify guys because, you know, women, they, a lot of times they, they actually, if you play the sax well, sometimes they may gravitate towards it. But, you know, men sometimes aren't as, you know, quick to come up to you and say stuff. But I, I have, you know, guys in the 20s and 30s like, man, you know, that was pretty cool what you did. And, you know, they kind of may acknowledge, you know, 
you know, the vibe I have or just, I guess, they may think that jazz musicians are kind of sometimes uptight or not a certain way, and I've been able to see that, you know, translate with a, a younger audience several times. Mm. And in your shows, do you find that you have, um, that your audience is growing by the younger audience? I would, yeah. I mean, of course, you still uh, have the basis. I mean, it's jazz music, so a lot of times we have to educate people that are, I would say, like 35 and down on the history of it. And, and I think it has to be our responsibility as musicians to kind of make it cool, too. You know, we can't sit back all the time and yeah. say, well, how come people don't, you know, they don't support it or, you know, people don't, they don't understand the importance of jazz and they don't support Well, I think that's partly true. But at the same time, I think you have to be constantly innovative as, you know, artists like myself coming out, up-and-coming people or younger or even some that are even older than me. It's kind of like, you know, make it cool. You know, like make music that's right. not the same stuff you hear all over, over and over again. Take some chances to, you know, if it may not be widely accepted, but as long as it's good and it's innovative, I feel like you can never go wrong with that. So, you know, I, that's that's what I feel about it. Okay. Well, hey, that's a good way. To, that's a good way to feel about it. Okay. So, <laughs> Grits and Glamour, <laughs> Grits and Glamour, the soundtrack is Jay's new CD, and you said this is your musical painting of urban culture. Explain that. Right. 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 I mean, like I said, this this CD definitely for me, as you can, you probably listen to some of the songs, it's nothing like a new jazz swagger. It's actually nothing like a lot of the other music I've actually recorded. And for this particular um, project I did with uh, producer Paris Tune, um, he's actually out of New York. We kind of linked up. I wanted to find somebody that can help me, you know, translate, you know, culture into composition. And, you know, we were able to do that. And when I say that, I mean, basically, like, listen to these songs, a lot of paint, you know, paint the illustration, uh, they illustrate it. He's like from from like Detroit, Michigan. Like the first uh, track on the album is called Woodward Ave, and that's a city, a major street in the city that separates the east from the west. And anybody that's from that city can kind of like hear that track. It's a straight instrumental, but you can hear that music, and you can you can really picture Woodward. You can picture downtown Detroit. You can picture some of those back alleys. And other tracks on the CD as well um, are like a day in London, where you know I've actually been to London, and if you've been there, there's a certain vibe, there's a certain culture. Um, and that and, and there as well, and I feel like these songs help illustrate, you know, cultures of different locations, different cities, and places um, that people may visit or may hear about. So that's what I was trying to embody when I made some of these instrumental tracks. Okay. <clears throat> you no, know, you know, you're still in Detroit, right? No, I'm actually living in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm out, I'm out west. Oh, okay. You're out west now. Okay. So, so, yeah. but even being out west, how how do you feel um, geography plays as far as you know uh, getting some movement on your career because some guys can be from certain markets and really not kind of get a uh, a good um, situation going because of the fact that they're you know of where they're from and everything right. whether it be the west coast or the east coast but now that you're you know moving from Detroit to Arizona how has that affected you musically as far as you know getting getting yourself out there more? Man, it's been it's been awesome. I, I mean, I have to say, literally, so I've been here about two and a half years only. And since I've been just there, and I picked Arizona because I had some connections out this way and some things going, some beautiful city out here as well in Phoenix, but I mainly picked it because it's closer to obviously California and you got Vegas right there. It's everything, even the plane rides an hour away or, you know, driving is like four or five hours and you're right there in San Diego and mm-hmm. L.A. and places like that. Um, I've, man, I've 
I've gotten so many more opportunities by being out this way. Um, one thing I will say about the Southern California market, they are extremely supportive of live music, of jazz uh, artists and jazz music in general. Like you can you can have a venue where people will you know pay even a cat like me that you know obviously I don't have a name like a Dave Cos or Bonnie James or some of these you know people that have been in the game for a while. They are still so willing to um, give a new cat a chance and come out and support and you know and see what you have instead of just being so oh we don't you know we've never heard of this guy or he's you know this isn't such and such so I'm not going to go. So Southern California and, and Arizona is, as well. I mean like just to me this region has been has been kind to me since I've been out here. Um, and so for me personally, I actually moved here from Arkansas, and I went I went to college in Arkansas, and so I lived there for like ten years, and I definitely had to get out of there. It was it was it wasn't much popping there, and I was blessed to even have made some of the connections and had some of the opportunities I've had with being there for ten years, and so I was uh, able to you know get out this way. And like I said, it, the West Coast for me has been has been definitely a, a really good decision. Cool. Oh, good. Plus, it's cheaper to live in Arizona than California. And that's so. another reason why I picked it. L.A. Right. People always say, you know, moving to L.A. And I'm like, well, you know, L.A. is a great city. And, you know, I bounce back and forth. But, I mean, it's extremely expensive and taxes are crazy. So, like, you know, Arizona is just as nice and it's right around the corner. And, you know, you can be a musician and not have to live under a bridge. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> That's so true. And like you said, you're only four to five hours away in, in from California and, and here in Vegas and all of that. So so who are you right. working with in, um, in Arizona to help you uh, book shows? Well, I actually have uh, a book show. I have actually a, a, a guy. He's not like my official agent. We, we've done some stuff together. He actually saw me performing at, uh, at Humphrey. I did a show there this past summer, which is a pretty good, successful show. He was there, and we've, we've worked together on a lot of shows out west, and he's gotten me in some venues in uh, San Diego. Actually, I'll be in San Diego again next month for uh, one of our city release parties, the first one, and uh, we've been able to get some stuff going. And I just actually signed with another booking agent out on the East Coast with um, AK Productions, that's Anna Kalinios. She's uh, worked with some other jazz artists as well, and we just actually hooked up about a month ago. And uh, we're already on the move, and, you know, she's, we got uh, together, we got a, a gig booked at the East Spot Lounge in um, Studio City, which is actually out west again, even though she's on the East Coast. We got a show coming up in March that's going to be a pretty big deal as well. So, you know, a combination between um, a guy, uh, uh, Chase Duval and, and Anna with AK Productions, that's who I'm working with now to book shows. And, and along with myself, I actually do some, some you know, booking myself. People call me. If it's depending on what it is, I'll handle it myself too sometimes. Okay. Um, there's a casino here called Aliante Hotel and Casino. And this about a week or so ago, I found out who the entertainment director there is that's booking the jazz shows. So I'm going to send you her information because um, I would love to see you, love to see you here. Uh, every summer they right. do a jazz uh, a concert by the pool um, every summer. Right. Uh, they've been doing it for the last two years. And um, so I will, I'll send you yeah, her contact about, information. I've heard about Aliante. I would love to play there. I've heard about Aliante. I've seen a lot of credible artists yeah. play there, like just right there in Vegas. Yeah. So I would love to get something going there. And she's the, and and they are the same in that they are booking newcomers, unknown indie artists um, as well. And sometimes from the artists that they book, I'm really surprised because I'm like, well, who do they know know this artist? Right. You know, this is a newcomer right. on the scene, and so mm-hmm. that tells me they're really paying attention to what's going on 
um, in this on the jazz scene. So I will definitely send you her information um, to okay. contact her about getting booked. Yes, definitely. So I'd love to see you here. For sure. Oh, you guys are in Vegas. Okay, oh, you're right around the corner then. Yeah, I'm in Vegas. Kinda. Mike is in Baltimore. Okay. Okay, but, um, yeah, Vegas is right there. Okay, cool. Yeah, right, right. And I can almost walk to the casino. It's right down the street from where really? I live. Yeah, so I will wow. definitely send you her. her name. Yeah, I'll send you her information. Um, let's listen to some music from this new CD, Grit, Grits and Glamour. Why did you call it Grits and Glamour? Grits. It's actually, <laughs> actually Grit, no S in Glamour. Okay. <laughs> so I had to, okay. to get you on that. I wasn't sure okay. if you were saying it, but yeah, it's Grit and Glamour. So it's kind of like, now when you take the S off, it's a total different meaning. It's not it's not the food now. Yeah. It's it's, uh, it's basically Grit and Glamour, like the, the you know, the rough side, every side, and and the glamorous side and, uh, of music, and so that's what I was going for. We call it the soundtrack in parentheses because when we do a lot of this music is soundtrack music. We're actually shopping it to a lot of TV and film um, and things like that. So with some advertising, we're trying to get this some of this music placed in some things. So if you listen to it, it definitely tells the soundtrack to a lot of, like I say, a lot of different cities and things like that. Okay, cool. All right, Grit and Glamour, the soundtrack. I'm going to start with Mocha Girl. Tell me about this one. Mocha Girl, it's, it's, it's my homage to uh, all those mocha, beautiful mocha women out there. My mom is one, my wife is one, my daughter is one. And I wrote this song. I actually saw my wife coming down the stairs, and she was kind of grouping to the song. And I'm like, that's what it is. You know, it's an instrumental track, so sometimes it's hard to come up with names. And uh, Mocha Girl is, the, is what I thought of, and so this is it's my dedication to that. All right, this is Mocha Girl.
right, that was Mocha Girl from saxophonist Jay White's new release, Grit and Glamour, the soundtrack. Who's working with you on this release? Uh, you mean the producer or just uh, the as album? Uh, Pair soon. Okay. And now, is that a male or a female? That is actually a male. Yeah, I, I guess that's kind of an eccentric name. But yeah, Paris Coon is actually, uh, he has this, a collector because Mother's Favorite Child. You probably can see the, uh, some of that writing on, on, the, um, on the CD. And he's actually, uh, you know, Billboard's out of me producer. He's out of New York. He actually lives out this way now. And he, we met each other at a show I was doing. He was introduced to me, and we ended up linking up. And I, I feel like we, we created some, some good music together. So, so Paris Coon is the guy I kind of partnered with this entire EP. Okay, all right. And then there is also a vocalist on here, isn't there? Female vocalist? There is. Her name is Tanya T.A. She's featured on the title of the track, not title track, but the track, What If I Told You. She actually sings with Sister Sledge. She's, um, she tours a lot with her. I think she may be out of the country again now, but she sings uh, background for Sister Sledge. And she works with Paris Toon as well. And um, Paris actually produces Cece Peniston. I'm not sure if you, I'm sure you probably remember her from all of the mm-hmm. hits she's had in the 80s and 90s, but he's he's, produ- he's producing her now as well, and he works with uh, Tiny TA, and, and we kind of linked up and did this jazz thing. Oh, cool. Good, good, good stuff right there. Now, now Jay, i got to ask you, now, uh, like Terry mentioned at the beginning of the show, it's been uh, three years since your last release, so uh, my question is, like, you know, what was, was this project three years in the making, or how did it come out as far as the timing for you to release this project, or have, was it already completed, but you just waited to now and release it? No, not at all. Over the three years, project just about, I would say, you know, within the middle of this year. Like I started, I started making this album in the summer, maybe of this year, and it and it finally got done. You know, around obviously the releases in October. I mean, within the time between 2011 to now, you know, I kind of bounced around. I had a lot going with, you know, I ended up moving, you know, entire family moving to Arizona. Um, I, you know, had some big laboratory. I went to the, you know, the Warren Hill Sax Summit and, um, and got second place in the Rising Star competition and opened up mm-hmm. some more doors um, for me or whatever. And so I've been kind of between 2011 and now, and a lot has happened. And I recorded some other songs, and I was going to make another album. And I kind of did an about face on it, you know, because I felt like it, it was good. But I'm like, you know, it just wasn't it, my thing. Is I didn't want to come out and just be just another another guy that comes out and does, you know, does some, some smooth playing, which is cool, but it's kind of like I, I wanted to sit, you know, go back to the John Boy and take my time with it, you know, see what else, you know, what other form of myself I can put in my horn and actually record it and, and, and share that with people. And so, you know, between, like I said, you know, recording other songs, I didn't even make it, and I just decided to do this thing with Paris Tune, and all of those songs were, you know, brand new to me, and, and it just came about in the middle of this year. Mm, all right. Well, let's take a listen to What If I Told You. What's the story behind this one? Um, what If I Told You actually was written by Tiny T.A., all the vocals, of course. And um, the song, you know, is, I guess it's about, you know, a woman uh, meeting a man and you know, you, how you go through that whole situation where you break up and you get together and, and, you know, you think about them all the time and you end up working out in between you guys kind of going back and forth. And so that's the message to the song. And it's, it's obviously a neo-soul uh, mixed with, with jazz, and that's what we try to portray with this song. Okay. Before we get to the song, let's talk to Miss Wanda. Hey, Wanda. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Now, hey, Wanda. You know, I had to, you know I had to call and talk to John today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
What's going on, Wanda? It's good to finally actually hear your voice. That's it's crazy. We always uh, see each other on social media, and you're just an awesome supporter of music. And it's, it's a pleasure mm-hmm. to finally be talking to you. Yes, indeed. And the next step is for me to see you perform in person somewhere near. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, I'm actually trying to get out. I think are you you in the DM, the DMV area, right? Exactly. I just moved here last year. Really, we're we're in the process right now, trying to um, get something going out there. I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely hoping in 2016, I'm very I'm, I'm very optimistic about me getting in that part of the country, and so I would love to come out there and perform. Well, that's great. And like I told you before, you can play country western. I'm still gonna listen to you. <laughs> wow! Thank you so well, much. You, I, I want huh? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So you are one of my. I don't know who's listening to me, but you're one of my top saxophonists. Wow. Wow. That means a lot because I know you are a connoisseur and a jazz enthusiast, and, and um, you, you know, you listen to a lot of music and you love the saxophone. So for me to be in your top anything um, in saxophone, that means a lot, uh, you know, because that means apparently I'm, you know, I'm, I'm creating a sound that's, that's registering with you, and I hope it's doing that with, you know, a lot of other people. So I just want to say I'm very, very humble and flattered, you know, by all your support. And, um, hey, I, I just love the support that you get. Yes, you really you really are. I was impressed when you won the SAC Summit a few years ago, and I'm still impressed. Wow. <laughs> when you Thank won you. the SAC Summit with um, Warren Hill, I was impressed. I was impressed. Thank you so much. Yeah, and that was and that's just a blessing. I mean, because when I went there, there was tons of I mean, it was tons of sax players there from all over really the world. And uh, when I heard it, I mean, it was kids there that were like seventeen, eighteen years old that to me they can go toe to toe with cats that have been playing, you know, older than me. So it was just to, to be able to go there and um, for that to happen, that was just I mean, it was just kind of like a godsend. So that was awesome. Well, you were mm-hmm. awesome, and I'm gonna let you go, but. I will be looking forward to seeing you in 2016 because I'm your number one fan. <laughs> Thank you so much, Father. I can't wait to get out there. I'm going to have to make sure I find you, out the, find you in the crowd. Don't get shy now if I come play to you. Oh, oh, trust me. I'm going to be right there on the front row. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. All right. Thank you. All right. You take care, and you just keep on playing your way to the top. I will do just that. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, Wanda. All right. All right. Thank you, Lady Terry. All right. Bye bye. All right. Have a good one. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> love her. I just love her. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. She. Right. We got about a million, a couple million of hers around. We be all in good shape. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. This is what if I told you. Baby, I- 
If I Told You, from Jay White's new release, Grit and Glamour, the soundtrack. Um, you can find this on his website, jaywhitelive.com. Um, it's also on CD Baby, iTunes, and Amazon, so check it out there. Um, Jay, I wanted to ask you about the Warren Hill um, contest. Who were you up against? Um, well, I was up against, it started out about like 30 people that, um, 30, 40 guys that were in the competition. And then it got narrowed down to a second round of like seven of us. And, and then it got narrowed down to, I think, like three. And so I ended up getting second place, actually. I um, wasn't first place. But the guy that actually won was Jacob Sesney. He's out of uh, the L.A. area. And um, some of the other guys were just people from um, one of the one guys from Brazil, very, very fine saxophone player. Um, and the other ones were kind of spread out from the West Coast. So um, I was happy, actually happy with the second place. I know a lot of people wouldn't say that. But considering how many, um, I, you know, how many awesome musicians, saxophonists that were there, you know, I, I was like, I'll take that. Right, right. Wow. Okay. Um, I have a phone call. Area code five seven zero. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Oh, they hung up. All right. <laughs> I guess they were shy. <laughs> All right. Well, that's yeah. Um, I agree with you there on that competition because, like you said, there's, you know, what hundreds of people there in the competition. There down to the three of you, and you in the top three. So Warren must have saw something in you, you know. Well, yeah, Warren was right there, and uh, I tell you a quick story. It's funny because after the first round, um, I we had we had to choose between playing like three songs, like Mr. Magic and. There's a couple other songs. I chose Mr. Magic. You have 30 seconds to take a solo to make it to the second round. And um, and so I was able, I was made to announce who was going to the second round that next day. I got called last actually. So I was thinking like, man, I didn't I didn't make it. I didn't get to the second round. I, you know, I gave it a good round, but I thought that was it because I wasn't hearing my name being called. And and, and Warren mm-hmm. said, and the last person that we're going to choose to make it to the second round is is Jay White. And I'm like, wow. So I'm like. I, and I knew what song I was going to do if I made it to the second round, which is actually one of Warren Hill's songs called um, Our Last Dance, or Our First Dance, my bad, Our First Dance. And um, I was able to do that song, and Warren, Warren Hill was standing right behind me while I was doing it. And, you know, he definitely, definitely gave me his, his, his stamp of approval, so that was definitely gratifying to have somebody like Hill kind of you know, confirm something out of it on the side of the phone. Hmm. Wow. All right. I have another phone call. Area code 228. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hello? Hello? Okay. I guess they're shy. They're calling in. All right. I will put you on on mute caller, and I'll come back to you in case you have a question. All right. (laughs) I guess they're shy. They don't want to be on the air. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dark Man Walking is the next song. Tell me about this one. Dark Man Walking is definitely just myself being kind of more um, obviously socially uh, socially aware of what's going on. Um, my personal opinion as actually being a, a dark man myself, an African-American male, yeah. I feel like yeah. times we can be uh, looked at on the outside and perceived a certain way, and the song actually illustrates that musically by the heartbeat and the cadence of the song when it comes on. And at the bridge of the song, it kind of opens up to a lighter side with a beautiful melody, which basically tells the story that us African-American darker males have feelings and we have emotions and we have dreams like everybody else. And I feel like I think society as a whole could to look further into us and see that we're, you know, we're men and people like everybody else. 
you know, sometimes, you know, we ha- wouldn't have some of these misconceptions. So I try to paint a, a music, an instrumental uh, uh, version of that, and I think, you know, I call it the Dark Man Walking because, you know, I, it's, it's some of my, my personal experiences. Mm, all right. This is Dark Man Walking. Again, that is from Jay White's new release, Grit and Glamour. Jay, do you have a son? I don't. I don't have a son. No. I have a daughter. Okay. Okay. Now, I was just wondering if you had a son, how how do you explain, you know, what's going on around him, especially to African-American males? Okay. Right. Well, uh, that's something that I might have to obviously, you know, embark on one day. Um, but, you know, yeah. I have, I, I, my father's been in my life my entire life, and, you know, it's not just to be, you know, trying to paint a picture like, you know, you know, a woe is me type situation, but I think it's just reality. And um, I think it's something that uh, is, is overlooked, and I think it's something that, you know, it's a conversa- an honest conversation um, that, that should be had, that is being had, and I think it should continue to be had. Um, so that's why I'm in that situation. Yeah, I agree 100%. 100%. All right, so where are you playing next in uh, Arizona? Arizona, um, there's actually a, I have a, a local spot I play here. It's uh, called Michael's Cafe. 
it's a pretty nice venue. It's located in Central Phoenix, and they're actually opening back. I was playing there every Wednesday for like the past year, and they're opening back up here next month. So I'll be back there um, starting, I think, in the middle of next month at some time. Um, and then I'm just kind of like spot dates around Arizona, but I've mainly been basically bouncing between um, Southern California almost more than I've been playing um, locally in Arizona. And so, like I said, the next show is December 11th in um, San Diego, or La Mesa, California. I think it's right near San Diego. It's going to be at the Space Bar, and um, it's going to be the first uh, show I'm having in that area sitting around the CD. And I think tickets are already selling from what I understand, and I hope that you know people come out and support that show. Oh, okay, cool. Good, good, good. All right. So let everyone know where they can find your music and you on the web. Most definitely. It's uh, my optimal website is jwhitelive.com, and you can you know see hear music on there. You can see videos and um, and things like that. Also, you can you know you can go on iTunes and find my latest album as well. If you don't have a new jazz swagger, that's on there as well. But uh, we definitely want you to you know get a hold of the new CD, Great and Glamour. And if you like what you hear, you know, don't be afraid to write a review. Uh, tell somebody about it, and um, you know, hopefully, I'll be able to have a live performance to where, you know, you know, I can, you know, get around the country and out of the country to uh, perform some of this stuff live for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and it's definitely good to have younger artists like yourself on the, on the uh, scene and everything. So we definitely Thank need you. that in the genre as well, too, you know. So, that, you know, the, the younger generation coming up can see that, you know, they have somebody that they can relate to that's playing right. an instrument and that's just doing rap and, you know, playing, right. um, you know, off of, uh, off of, uh, you know, drum machine and things like that. So it's great to see you right. musician. And that's what we're trying to do, man. You know, I'm trying to keep that going. And there's, there's tons of guys out that are doing it right now as well that's keeping it alive, like myself, younger guys like myself doing it. You know, and hopefully, you know, it, and I feel like it should be enough room for all of us to do it. You know, it's enough room in hip-hop. You know, every time you turn around, there's a new there's a new rap cat coming out and, you know, pop the same way and um, alternative things like that. So I feel like in jazz, um, it should be the same way, you know. It should be enough room for all of us to, you know, say what we have to say musically, and the audience is there to be able to receive it. Um, so, I, and I, like I said, I think it's on us too, as musicians, to continue to be innovative and continue to make it cool, you know, and and not just say, oh, well, people don't support it. So, I think it has to be a perfect combination of people having an open mind and us as musicians to continuously try to do something different and not do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. Now. That brings up another question. Have you ever thought about teaming up with another artist and just doing some temporary shows together? Oh, most definitely. I mean, I see people doing that. Of course, you have the sax in the city and the sax packs and things like yeah. that. <laughs> I'm actually pretty good friends with, I don't know, LeBron Dennis. He lives out here as well. Yes. And um, we've up several times, and he lives in Arizona, and I've been to some of his shows, and he's come to support me, and when he put his album out, you know, I supported that. Really, really cool, down-to-earth guy. Uh, and so, like, yeah, it's definitely some cats out there that I would definitely wouldn't mind doing a ticket with, and you know, and because I feel like most of us have our own voice on the horn anyway, so it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, and we're, we're younger guys, and I feel like if sometimes we can link up together as well, we can push that thing forward. And you know, and, and solidify the, the younger, the younger base even even more. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, and I and I like the title of the last CD of New Jazz Swagger because I think that's just just what you bring is swagger to this this genre. So I like that, and I like what you're doing. Keep keep on doing what you're doing, Jay White. Um, I like what you're doing, and um, I definitely will get that contact information to you. 
for Aliante, and hopefully, you know, we can get you here next summer. Right. Uh, right, right. Some capacity. Yeah. I mean, if it's not that, it could be something else. You know, we we can find something in Vegas, and that's a that's an easy um, you know it's easy to migrate that way. So that's, that wouldn't be hard at all. Yeah, definitely. All right, good, good. Well, thank you again for letting us talk to you. Oh no, thanks for having me on the show. It's, it's, it's an honor to be on the show. All right, you take care and uh, happy Thanksgiving and happy holidays to you and your family. All right, likewise, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to y'all. All right, thank you. Okay. All right, that's the saxophone is Jay White. His new release is called Grit and Glamour, the soundtrack. Pick it up on his website, jaywhitelive.com, Amazon, iTunes. It's also on CD Baby, and um, you can find him on Facebook as well. Mr. Reynolds. Yes, ma'am. Two shows. Talking Smooth Jazz Presents had two shows last night, one in Maryland and one in Atlanta. Yes. Yes, they, yes, we did, and both of them were uh, great shows. Um, in Atlanta, we had David P. Stevens down there in uh, Atlanta at a, a new venue called St. James Live, and um, I heard that he, it was a nice crowd, and, uh, you know, David P., of course, has always, uh, you know, showed up and showed out, so uh, they said he tore the house down, and uh, he had a great band behind him down there, and uh, it, was, it, was, it was a nice event from what I heard. And then, um, you know, in Maryland, we had uh, Andre Delano in Silver Springs, Maryland, at the Tavern at Fire Station 1. And uh, that was a great show as well, uh, too. So, um, you know, Andre's a great saxophonist singer from out of California uh, who's currently touring with uh, Babyface. So we had uh, two great shows with two great crowds. Uh, And that was, I guess, the last shows of 2015. And um, we're starting to look at artists, um, you know, for 2016, so uh, we definitely want to, you know, get with some of the fans like Miss Wanda, if she's still listening, yeah. to, you know, hit us up <laughs> and let us know, you know, what artists that they want to kind of see in uh, 2016 come to the area and, uh, you know, somewhere around. And uh, we'll definitely be going back to the Waterford as well. So I kind of want to put that out there as well. So we'll be going back out to Springfield, Virginia for some shows for 2016. Uh, but, uh, you know, the artists that will be coming, uh, we, we're told to some people now, but, once we get everything signed and uh, sealed and delivered, then we'll uh, make those announcements with who's coming. But we definitely want to know from the fans who would they like to see uh, come to these uh, locations. All right. All right. Well, I'm happy that, that, that you know, we started this thing, what, just in August, just earlier this year, we started doing this and had we've had three great shows so far. So, and I have to give all the credit to you, Mike, because all of the shows were in your area. You produced all of them. Um, you, you know, you went through all of the challenges and whatever it took to get those shows on. So, I heard I laughter you in your all. voice. Yeah, I heard laughter in your voice. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know. <laughs> I have to give you all the credit for this because you know this has been all on your shoulders since all the shows have been in your area. But you've done a great job. You've done a great job with Jason. Oh, thank you for that. But it's definitely a team effort. You know, like I so, said, you know, we're yeah. definitely a team. And, you know, like everybody who's been riding with us for the past seven years knows that, uh, you know, like like I told you before, you know, I'm riding with you until the wheels fall off. You know, so we're definitely going to keep it going, you know, with this uh, talking smooth jazz thing. And we're going to try to get out there to, um, to Vegas as well. Definitely. Yes, yes. Yes, for sure. Definitely, for sure. So Mike mentioned last show. So speaking of last show, it, today is Sunday, November 22nd, 2015. This is our last show for the year. We are taking oh. a holiday break. 
Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> we are taking a holiday break. So mad right a much now. So mad. Break. <laughs> and we will be back in January uh, with with new interviews and new shows. Yeah. And uh, so, but we will be posting our top ten smooth jazz picks for this year. Um, in about a, in a couple of weeks, Mike and I have to get together and and get our picks chosen and everything. So we will be posting those in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. And I just wanted to take but, this time but, to thank but, but everybody. We gotta, but sir, I'm, I'm sorry before you keep going on that part because we got to get this part out. We have to make a disclaimer that our top ten picks are only for the people that we have interviewed on our show for the year. So if yeah. there's an artist that released a CD that we didn't interview, we can have, you know, put them in our top ten because I don't want nobody saying, well, such and such had a better CD and I thought they was good, but we didn't interview them. So we got to put that disclaimer out there as well, that the, the people that we'll be rating and ranking will be from the artist pool that we've interviewed this year on Talking Smooth Jazz. And has released a CD this year as well because we did interview some artists who released CDs in 2014. So these CDs, this list are for artists that we've interviewed and released CDs in 2015. All right. All right, Mike. Um, Oh, I was going to say I wanted to thank those listeners that have supported us for the last seven years. Um, Next June 8th will be our eighth year that we will be you don't do it in this show. So I just wanted to take this time to thank everyone for supporting us and tuning in, especially Joe from Germany. He's been with yeah. us almost from the very beginning, and he's been a big supporter of the show. Um, he's in the chat room now. And so, Joe, I just wanted to take this time to thank you and say that we love you and we really appreciate your support. Yes, eight years, yeah, it'll be eight years next year. Yes, so we appreciate your support very much, Joe. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, Mike, I'm going to let you get back to your games, and I'm going to close the show. Well, actually, sorry, i, I got to be honest. I'm actually, I've, I've actually been asleep most of the day, I can't, because I haven't gotten any rest in like a week. Okay? I know. So, I know. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I can't oh, sleep. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, Mike has just been... He has been stressed out doing these three shows and producing these shows. I'm not going to lie. He has been stressed out. He hasn't been getting much rest or anything, so... Yes, you definitely need some rest, dude. So now you you have an opportunity to get some rest. No more sh- no more talking smooth jazz shows until January. Um, so you're good. You're good to go. So get some rest. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Get some rest. Okay, this next song is called A Day in London. This is from Jay White's new release, Grit and Glamour. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again in January. Until then, keep it smooth.
thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.